calling out to the Atascacita community. It's time for your Atascacita Library advanced copy. Get your notes and news now. Hello, Atascacita community. It is September 5th, 2020. Thank you for joining us on Advanced Copy. Today, we're going to talk about a couple of big things going on this September, and that is Library Card Sign-Up Month. And then starting September 15th is Hispanic Heritage Month. We hope you'll join us for some programs and special events we've got going for both of those. We also have our ongoing teen programs, tween programs, book clubs, and I hope you will enjoy sharing this time with us as we give you your advanced copy. Get the school year off to the best possible start. Sign up for a library card. September is Library Card Sign Up Month. Visit www.hcpl.net to learn how to sign up for your library card today. And don't miss out on our tools for school. Stop by curbside the week starting September 8th for a pencil bag kit. Hispanic Heritage Month recognizes and celebrates the contributions Americans tracing their roots to Spain, Mexico, Central America, South American, and the Spanish-speaking nations of the Caribbean have made to American society and culture. Hispanic Heritage Month always starts on September 15th, a historically significant day that marks the anniversary of independence of five Latin American countries, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. The designated period is also a nod to those from Mexico and Chile, which celebrate their independence on September 16th and September 18th, respectively. You can find out more at census.gov. Here at Advanced Copy, we like to share some interesting items. And for Hispanic Heritage Month, we have PJ and Marissa, and they had a socially distanced discussion on unique cravings. Hey guys, this is PJ from Atascacita Branch. And this is Marissa. And today we will be talking about unique Mexican cravings. Ooh. Um, I've got one. So for a unique Mexican craving would have to be hot Cheetos and cheese. Yes. Um, and not the shredded cheese kind. You have to get like the nacho cheese sauce that you pour over your hot Cheetos. Typically, I would get it during school. So when I would go into middle school, every Friday we'd have a concession stand. And of course you had to buy the snack because they weren't going to give you um, hot cheese and cheese there. So if you had 50 cents on you, you can buy just a plain bag of hot Cheetos. But if you had a dollar, you can add cheese to it. And that was just a whole nother, like, I guess I could say like flavor to it. <laughs> so let me tell you, Basically the same thing. I ate this, I don't know, from middle school all the way to high school. Mm -hmm. Don't know how I don't have stomach problems. Yes. Because um, it is absolutely not healthy. No. And even now, like, if I have hot Cheetos, um, it ha it's, so it's got to be with the lime. Like, <laughs> yes. I used to eat them without the lime flavor, and I thought that was great. And then I tried the lime one day, and I was like, wow, this is even better. <laughs> So that hot cheetos and lime definitely now, but even then I can't eat too much because I still, um, I don't know, like it's, it, 
I'm older now. I can't eat <laughs> hot Cheetos all the time. Um, <laughs> You're adulty now. Yes. Yeah. Gotta gotta watch it. Um, Although yeah. I will say, mm-hmm. I will say that um, the cheese by no means really helps with the heat factor. No, it doesn't. Um, and it's almost as if like when you went to the concession stand, they were selling Coke as well. Um, and that didn't help either. <laughs> um, so it'd just be you eating hot Cheetos and cheese with a Coke and you and like your friends and you guys are all doing that like Darth Vader breathing where you're like, because <laughs> it's so hot, <laughs> but it was good. It but was yet you can't good. stop because no. you're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm dying here. Because it's so hot, my mouth is so hot, I feel like a dragon about to just, like, shoot off these sparks, but you're still going at it. Yes. That. Oh, okay, so that brings me to, like, another treat that I really like, and it goes along with, like, it being too hot for me. So, street corn, or what we usually call it is elote, which is basically just corn in Spanish, corn in a cup. So, um, I went to a place recently that actually sold them. And usually when you buy um, corn in a cup, they give it to you in the styrofoam cup and they usually put cheese and mayonnaise. And they ask you how much chili you want, like chili sauce that you want in your cup, right? Unbeknownst to me, I had never been here before, so I grabbed the chili bottle thinking that it wasn't <laughs> going to be that hot. And I didn't test it. I should have tested it before. Squirted a whole bunch all over in my cup and then paid the nice woman and left and then as I get in my car and I'm eating it I'm like oh my gosh I made such a big mistake should have tried it first so if you ever do get corn in a cup please 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 try the chili first because you don't know what kind of mistake you might be making (laughs) and speaking of you really have to try it because I don't know about you Marissa but growing up the amount of times I would tell my mom is this salsa hot? And she'd say no, and it was hot. Yes, very much. Not everyone's yeah. heat palette is exactly. the same. Yes. Oh my gosh, would it be hot? It'd be even hotter than she might say. Yeah, you know, it's hot, or it's it's a little it's a little bit pica. Um, no, that, <laughs> it's a lot pica. <laughs> and so. then you just have a bunch of your family members laughing at you yes. because they're like, look at her. She can't handle yeah. her like hot. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Then you got to go into that like whole contest of like trying to up your, your chili game. So you, you try a whole bunch of hot stuff just so that you can maybe like, I don't know, iron up your tongue and <laughs> in the hopes that you can make it into the family chili ring. <laughs> Once again, I don't know how our stomachs are not messed up. I know, right? Exactly. Speaking of, mm-hmm. another thing that's not so much a craving, but just something that we love to add a lot of mm-hmm. to everything. I don't know about you, but I love lime. Yes. And I love it so much <laughs> that sometimes I will say lemon, but never do I really mean lemon. I mean right. lime. Right, limes. Limes, and then you have to add something to it, you have to add salt. So whenever you're like, whenever I'm cooking personally, and I always have limes, because I always have limes, like with almost every meal, there's a lime in there. Um, I'll grab a little bit of salt, and I know it's super, super unhealthy, but then I'll just go to town. I'll pour like a little bit of salt on a plate, and then squirt some lime juice on it to kind of like make it wet. And then I will scrape the lime against the plate and just eat it. And it's so bad for you, but it's also one of those, like, addicting things. So, I mean, 
Not good for your enamel. No. Not good for your teeth. But you definitely won't get scurvy because you're getting your vitamin exactly. C. <laughs> exactly. And it's like a, it's not that I do it every time. It's one of those like, okay, I'll treat myself to this, but it's unusual. And so when, you know, others are around you and they haven't really gotten to eat stuff like that, they're just like, what are you doing? Why are you putting <laughs> salt on a lime? Um I love that. And it doesn't, like, you could eat the lime bar itself or mm -hmm. a couple of awesome combinations. Um, popcorn with lime Ooh. and salt. Yes. Popcorn with lime and, like, That's like a double sauce. whammy because it's, like, salt on salt. And then you got the, like, sour tanginess. Um, I don't know. It just sounds really good. <laughs> and I have to say, it's not, like, the store-bought no, popcorn. Right. It is, like, the... You make it in the microwave out of the, like, popcorn mm -hmm. kernels. Um, let's see, what else? Cucumber with lime and salt. Mm -hmm. Tomatoes and with the, lime and, and the salt. chili. When you add the uh, chili powder, or um, if we're going brand-wise, tahin. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, so, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, uh -huh. Marissa and I. Yes. Yep. And, um... A little bit of controversy, because <laughs> I was under the impression that, you know, you added tajin to everything, like all of your fruits uh -huh. and all of your, like, vegetables. No, it turns out I'm very picky. <laughs> I only like it on sweet, sweet stuff, like fruit, strawberries, um, some mango, pineapple, I'm all for it. But if I put it on something like a cucumber... Or even, like, a tomato. I just, no, I can't do it. <laughs> I feel like the thing with the cucumber is, like, it doesn't, it doesn't have the strongest taste. Cucumber yeah. does not have a strong, yeah. the strongest taste. So it's, like, bland. It's, like, something bland that can, like. Yeah, so it, yeah. I like cucumber by itself, but I always like that added extra. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it gets put in jicama, and, like, I don't like jicama that much. So, you'll always tell when, like, mm -hmm. my mom will sometimes have jicama around, mm -hmm. and if I'm desperate and hungry, I will put loads of tahin. Ooh. But that's just me <laughs> trying to, like... So, yeah, <laughs> cover up the taste of the, the <laughs> vegetable you're eating. Which, once again, is probably not, ha like, does right, not make right. my stomach happy, but... I don't know. Do any of the, the things we've said today make your stomach happy. Like, we've talked about hot cheetos and cheese, which is definitely not a happy stomach, but, you know, it's nice. It's good. Um, of course, the tahini with, like, different vegetables and fruits. I mean, with everything, you know, um, the tahini and the, like, salt and lime. Uh-huh could be healthy to a degree oh well going into like salt and stuff um because as a kid we'd always try to get those lucas packets um or even like the lucas candy and it was very much salt like centered candies like i don't know what they were thinking but it was like salt as well as sugar and then they you know they had the little like packets that you can buy so you like i don't know you wet a finger and you it's so gross. It was stick your finger in it. Yes. It's funny because now, like, they have those, like, little bottles um, uh -huh. where it's, like, salad limon, and it's meant to be, like, you can right. rim it on the, like... A um, drink. Uh -huh. Yes. 
But I'm like, before that, there was only one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before that, we're just eating it straight. That's crazy, and I, I don't know why it was so addicting. Because you'd think that salt would be like something too salty would be a little put off. Yeah. Um, but it very much was, and I even remember when we didn't, when me and my cousins really didn't have like the money to go and buy those kinds of candies, we would makeshift our own. Um, and we would just get, like, a Kool-Aid packet from the pantry and pour just a little bit of salt in it, and it would actually almost taste like that. Um, except for the fact that your tongue then becomes, like, a, a weird color, like purple or blue because of the dye. <laughs> you see, I have never tried that, and that, to me, could be, like, the next, like, Hot Cheetos thing. <sighs> I wish. Because yeah. Hot Cheetos was discovered by a janitor mm -hmm. who then called the company and's like, hey, I have an idea. So maybe you need to call Kool-Aid <laughs> and be like, I've got an idea and for a candy. Idea. And then we'll bring it back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure that because of all this like food, this is probably why I tend to go more for the salty than the sweet. Yeah, definitely. All right, well. And I loved talking about our unique Mexican treats. They are definitely not healthy, but you should give no, them a but try. Very good. Yes, yes, definitely. And then if you have any um, questions or if you just simply want recommendations, me and PJ will be happy to help. <laughs> Till we meet next time, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Atascacita Library Advanced Coffee. STEM Club has also gone virtual. Every month, learn a different science topic with an activity and video to go along with it. This month, take a look into the micro-ecosystem using a paper microscope. Reserve your STEM Club kit starting September 7th and pick up through curbside. Also, join us for a follow-along video starting September 21st at 4 p.m. on Facebook or Instagram. So this STEM club is going to be looking at, you're going to have a paper microscope mm -hmm. and you're going to be looking at water. We will be looking at a bunch of different things, okay. but in your STEM club kit, you'll receive a plant specimen that we'll look at first. And then we'll go along by collecting different objects in our environment to also look at under this paper microscope. Yes. Thank you so much, Marissa. Thank you. Our next teen book club will be banned books. You may be asking yourself, what exactly is a banned book? The American Library Association annually promotes Banned Books Week, which celebrates your American freedom to read what you want. It highlights current and historical attempts to censor books and draws attention to the harms of censorship. Simply put, sometimes people don't like books and they don't want anybody else to read them, so they try to get them restricted or removed from libraries. Teen Book Club is going to be on Thursday, September the 10th at 5 p.m. on our Discord server. If you want to join us, email darla.pruitt at hcpl.net. So I'm really looking forward to Band Booked Week, and I have to ask you, what is your favorite band book? Oh, there's so many great ones to choose from. There's children's books and teen and adult books, but I have to go with my all-time favorite book. It, it's Twilight. Twilight is a banned book. A lot of people don't like that book series, so that had quite a few challenges back in the days when it first came out. Kind of like, what challenges? Was it because it was vampires? Vampires, paranormal, uh, romance was in there. Um, 
which is interesting because there is a romance in there, but there's no explicit content, really, until you get to the very last book and it's really implied. Well, thanks for sharing, and I'm really looking forward to this, and I hope people will join us on Band Book Week, the Teen Book Club. In honor of this annual event, we will be giving away book bags for our teens ages 12 to 18. You can pick yours up starting on Tuesday, September the 8th. We look forward to having you join us at Teen Book Club. Chat and Code has gone virtual, so in this program series, you get tutorials in Python and other programming languages while also enhancing your skill set. So for this month, we'll create a random story generator to help jumpstart your creative writing, learn simple programming basics in Python while also creating a fun story, September 10th at 6.30 p.m. So why did you get into Python? I really wanted to challenge myself in learning a coding program, um, and Python seems like a pretty approachable language to learn, and I found out a lot of things about myself while also learning <laughs> a, a computer programming language, so it was a great challenge to that's, do. That's cool. Yes. Hi, I'm Miss Darla, and I'm the Teen Services Librarian at Atascacita, and I just want to talk to you a little bit about what our upcoming teen programs are. First, all of our team programs now take place on Discord. Discord is a social media platform that allows teens to interact with each other. We also have uh, the ability to do streaming video, movies, music, different things like that online. We have special boards designed for our anime club, K-pop club, AV club, all our different clubs, gaming, everything. We have a special board where you can chat, you can post uh, memes, different things like that going on. We have an ongoing story. So for coming up in September, we have a special uh, art club program, uh, Nightmare Caster Art, uh, aka Hillary, who's one of our former teens, is going to be doing a tutorial. You can come ask questions. You can get help with any art projects you have. She's also going to start issuing challenges. So you can have a special challenge like October would be draw something scary or something. So we'll have different challenges going on. Kimberly's already talked about Teen Book Club, but Teen Book Club is on the 10th. The week after that, on the 16th, we have a very special program called Talk It Out. With that, you can actually chat about your day, how school's going, anything you want to talk about, you can come talk about with other teens. It's been actually pretty popular. Everybody enjoys it. They talk about movies, music, just really anything you want to talk about. The next day on the 17th, we're having our Hispanic Heritage Fiesta. We're going to be talking about Hispanic popular culture. We'll talk about the origin of Hot Cheetos. We'll cover movies, music, different things like that, all related to uh, Hispanic culture. Hi everyone, I want to talk about a new book that's come across my desk. And this is a book that's really aimed for grades one through three. We are in our early chapter books when we get to that one. So you've gone beyond the early readers, but not quite ready for those 200 and 300 page books. You'd still like to have some images in there, a lot of fun. And this one is the first in a series of Sparkleton, and it is Sparkleton the Magic Day. It is brought to us by Harper Chapters. It is written by Calliope Glass, and I'm telling you, the thing that I love about this book, it's got a lot of great color images. It's really kind of fun. It's witty, a little bit sassy, but the good kind of sassy, not the rude sassy. 
The other thing I really love about this is as they're getting through the chapters, there'll be little encouragements. Let me pull one out here. We're just finishing chapter five. So page 33 is where that, where that happens. And in the bottom corner, one of the characters says, five chapters down, you must be really focused. And that's just so much fun. At the very beginning of the book, on the back of the title page, um, one, the main character, Sparkleton, says, what kind of magic do you think I'll get to use in this book? So it's really engaging the reader through the entire story. And at the end, it's got a congratulations. Congratulations, you've read 12 chapters, 87 pages, and 5,672 words. All your glitterific effort paid off. And then it asks questions. How many books have you read? Are you excited to read next? And games, think, feel, act. So this is a really, really fun series. I think it's starting out great, and I'm looking forward to where it goes from there. So again, this is Sparkleton, The Magic Day by Calliope Glass from Harper Chapters. And it is labeled as appealing first through third graders. And I think even if you had like a struggling reader in fourth or fifth grade, this would still work for them. So that is what came across my desk recently. You've been listening to Atascacita Advanced Copy, music storybook by scottholmesmusic.com. Podcast supported by a grant from Best Buy through the Friends of Atascacita Branch Library. Visit full.ws to learn more about this 501c3 volunteer organization.